All right, great stuff. Uh, and we're back on Mara Sports Worldwide. Uh, thank you so much indeed for being part and parcel of this journey. Uh, lots of communication happening on social media. Thanks for the Twitter messages uh, that are coming through. We'll share those as well. Uh, Vuman Fager's uh, tribute. Uh, we're also going to be playing out for you a little bit later on. But hey, let's head off now, though, because a lot's happening on the football side. And I'm certain that a lot of you uh, who have forgotten the rules of the game um, let alone even remember what it feels like watching a live football game. And I know plenty of you will be very pleased to know that the Bundesliga season is free to restart in the second half of May, which is right now, after the German government gave the green light for its return to action. And as you're aware by now that football in Germany has been suspended since, what, mid-March uh, due to the coronavirus uh, that has had to date infected over 150,000 people in the country and killing over 6,300 people as a result. So uh, a large number of fatalities there. And with matches that are said to be played behind closed doors, uh, the Bundesliga will be the first of Europe's top five leagues to initiate a restart since the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic uh, with two Germany uh, neighbours, the Netherlands and also France, having ended their season. So Lutz van den Stiel, uh, who is the executive sporting director for Fortuna Dusseldorf, uh, joins me on the line. Lutz, thank you so much for your patience. Thanks for your time. Good evening. Good evening. Back in football, is this a unanimous decision? Is How are German Bundesliga fans receiving this news? And how are you receiving the news, Lutz? Well, I mean, we are really happy and excited that uh, we finally got the permission to restart the league, as you mentioned, in the second half of May. And tomorrow we have actually the league meeting between the DFL and all the clubs where all the rest of the details, what date exactly will we start, what exactly will be the final hygienic concept, the community concept. So that's all the questions which will be answered tomorrow. But for sure now that this decision of Angela Merkel and the head of the state uh, showing that he's slowly moving in Germany in the right direction, but of course uh, this very clear protective measure. What would be different um, if you can explain to our listeners that the football matches will continue as we know football to be played? Is there anything else that stands out besides the fact that the, the games are going to be played behind closed doors? Yeah, I mean, the playing behind closed doors is obviously the major point because uh, lots of football fans are not too happy about it. Uh, you know, I mean, for a player... As I was a player myself, you really enjoy playing in front of big crowds. But at the moment, it's simply not possible. We have to make the best out of it. And I think uh, it's the compromise that uh, the league can continue. And uh, the people have to watch from home together with their families. There will be approximately maximum 300 people inside the stadium, which includes the players, of course, the staff and the media. It's a very small number. Uh, but yeah, I believe we've got now eight weeks very hard since the league stopped. You know, we are in training uh, basically the whole week individually, then it's now back to normal. And I think the players are also really ready to go because they couldn't wait. And now we have a date confirmed, or at least a time frame confirmed when they can go out and, and, and do their job again. Now, the protection of the fans is one thing, Lutz. What about the protection of the players, though, uh, given that this is a contact sport? 
Yeah, I give you uh, just a brief run to uh, I mean, it's 71 pages of the security hygienic concept where it's really strict rules, which we already uh, do now since four, five weeks, where they're literally every step is monitored and every step is exactly uh, done the way it has to be done. But of course, it is a contact sport. We have uh, lots of testing, uh, meaning uh, at least twice a week the players getting tested, the stuff is getting tested, and then 24 hours before the game there is the final test, and only players without any impact and are allowed to play. So meaning that the 22 people on the field plus the people on the bench, they are definitely corona-free. So I think the, the health concept there definitely kicks in. Sure. And the reason why I asked you that question, though, Lutz, is uh, you would know about the uh, the Cologne players. I think about three of them uh, at the club were tested positive for coronavirus last week. Um, there was also the incident with uh, Hertha Berlin, the forward Solomon Kalu, uh, who was suspended after ignoring social distancing uh, measures at the club's uh, training ground. I mean, he was he was caught on on camera. He was shaking hands with teammates and so on. Uh, so, I mean, a, a bit of an own goal from his side. But given that, where the players were testing positive, how, how sure are they that this is right and they'll get it 100% correct? Yeah, you know, there were lots of conversations and uh, lots of workshops in recent weeks where everything was uh, explained to the players. They do feel safe, especially with the knowledge that you always have the test results in your hand. With uh, the Cologne players, I think it just shows that the concept works because it's actually two players plus, plus a physio, which they uh, got a positive test result that they taken out into, into home quarantine, but they are not anymore in the team. There was, again, some testing done. And the rest of the team has no infections anymore. But I think there is uh, definitely uh, like a good overview how it works. Yeah, when it comes to Kalu, I think um, it just was, I would call it very naive because, you know, he made, he made his, uh, his social media stuff. I don't think he, he thought that now. And of course, mm. it really uh, it blew up in Germany. I mean, the, the response of the club, which suspended him, was obviously very, very harsh. But yeah, it's an experienced player. I think uh, he, he knew the rules, and, and it was, um, I would call it, a bit reckless. So, unfortunately, uh, for he, he, he won't feature in the next game, but you know, he was such a great player, and everybody makes mistakes. He apologized. Uh, but, of course, this is something uh, which is, is taken very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I'm... Um- I'm sure you would have seen as well. I mean, we've been reporting about it here in South Africa, Lutz, uh, what the head of medical at FIFA had to say regarding the fact that he believes um, and is a football person and also a medical person that no football, at least up until round about September, can be played at all. Have they looked in terms of that report? Was it considered at all in that uh, uh, big chunk of a document that you have? Yeah, I mean, you have to say that, you know, the document, basically, or the, our, our concept, that was done by, by our top doctors here in Germany, not just uh, uh, people, football, sports doctors, but especially from leading virologists and the Robert Koch Institution, which is one of the top institutions in the world. So all that, um, um, I mean, very detailed and all that research was put into our document where the government decided today they go ahead, so meaning they do trust our uh, concept and uh, the players trust that concept from the DSL. If the government would not be sure that it's a good concept and a good thing for the players, and I'm convinced they would not go ahead. So I'm 
be a, obviously a, a slightly different opinion uh, than the, the doctor from FIFA. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, nobody wants to take any risk and nobody plays with the health of people, of course. That's always the most important thing, health and life is more important than football. But that's all things which, which were really uh, very detailed and considered. And um, I believe that the concept we have is good. But the weeks now, the coming weeks will tell uh, if everything works out really the way we imagine. Well, certainly we're looking forward to seeing how things shape up. I know that they've been conducting tests as well, Lutz. Um, I believe a total of about 1,724 tests uh, had been conducted on the players and also staff of the 36 uh, of the first and second tier sides in Germany since last week, uh, Thursday. So th- that is quite extensive. But as you know, with the coronavirus, uh, straight after testing, you could go somewhere where you then test positive. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the, the way we uh, put actually the test, uh, uh, in what kind of uh, uh, time frames is that, that you can be sure that the, the, the time between the test is done in a way that uh, the, the risk of infection is very small. Uh, also, all our players are monitored in a way that they don't really have any social contact except with the families back home and, uh, of course, uh, with the players. Every club's own responsibility how to do so. For example, what we organize was that most of uh, our players or also the families, they're not going shopping. Uh, they, they, the stuff will be provided, will be delivered to them. So there is literally no contact uh, or not much contact to the outside world. We really limit uh, the, the, the risk of infection. That is something where every club obviously still can do his own kind of uh, um, yeah, measures and, 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 and actions. And, and lots of clubs really try to act really responsible and, and, and be even more as, uh, as they are from the politicians. Mm. Well, Lutz, Fan and Steel, thank you so much once again for sharing this information with us here uh, in South Africa. Uh, he is the executive sporting director for Fortuna Dusseldorf uh, joining us on the line. Thank you so much, Lutz. Thanks so much.